Hi, my name is Ryan. I've been a supporter of Paul's for many years now. I wish to get the podcast and video creation part of the system we call Paul back up to full speed. And I think Patreon support is a big part of that system. Go over to patreon.com slash Paul Wheaton. Make a pledge for each artifact that Paul creates. Again, the site is patreon.com slash Paul Wheaton. You can also find the link in the podcast notes. Enjoy the podcast. Okay, the, the red light's flashing. It's recording. Um, <laughs> hello, people. Um, so I'm, I've got uh, Mike and Ash on the phone, and today we're going to talk about the uh, pet badge stuff for animal care. And I think, I think we've come up with some extremely profound stuff. Um, and like, I, I think, I think that this whole badge could be turned into a really large and really magnificent book of its own. First of all, the sand badge and the straw badge are both designed so it could be done by vegans. And I think that was, that was an amazing accomplishment. And we're going to get into that. And you might be, people listening right now are going to be thinking like, <laughs> no way. And it's like, ah, way. <laughs> um, and then I think that the approach that we took to the uh, wood badge and iron badge is, is very powerful. Um, I kind of feel like there's a lot of stuff and a lot of the BBs at uh, sand and straw level, like the stuff that we came up with for, for fly control or mosquito control um, and a variety of other things, I think we ended up with like uh, – some very powerful, like if you just go and read the BB on like how to get the BB, then what you read there is very powerful information about how to control it. And and I I kind of feel not like to mention what people do when they actually are going to do those BBs. Well, and that's what I'm kind of thinking is like we said when we drew our lines on like what's okay for a BB. We were we were like like okay that's an organic thing you can do but we want the permaculture things you can do uh-huh. and so I think for some of those things we said de is is like for this BB you cannot use de and um, you cannot use any kind of spray and you can't go around and squish them. This is for a permaculture solution. This is for a permanent solution, for a very – we started talking about, like, whatever you do, it has to be something that will improve the situation for at least three years. Yeah. And yeah, so, the way those are written, it really feels to me – hi, I'm Ash, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> is this, your, really this feels, is your first podcast or the first time you've been in one of my podcasts? This is the first time I've been on your podcast. I was buzzing with excitement when you started it, and I was worried I was going to just blurt out all the wrong things and just be a complete fan kid. Oh, my gosh, I'm on your podcast. <laughs> but I'm a pod people, too. Like, I've listened to 400-something of your podcasts. So, yeah, like, I'm over the moon beyond excited to actually be on your podcast fall. So, Which, thank you. By the way, I don't know if you guys know this, we're past the 500 mark. I know. It's so exciting. Yeah. I mean, those people who are on my, I think at this point, only Patreon people know that we're past 500. Yeah. I think that regular people... Don't we haven't hit 500 yet? Because um, Patreon people always get like a week ahead. The early of release, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm one um, of those people. I I I want to. I kind of feel like I want to take a moment. Uh, maybe I should record something with with all the the Patreon people to say like, what else can we do here? You know, that I, would be I'd cool. like to see more. I'd like to see more support for the Patreon thing. And it's like, what's what's more candy to put into the Patreon stuff? So, because I kind of feel like early access is a little weird because part of what I think the Patreon people want is, like, take this stuff and get it out to infect brains, and early access is kind of, like, slowing that up. And so I imagine most of the Patreon people are like, no, no, don't do early access. Got to do something else. But I don't know what. I, 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 all right. That sounds like the topic for a different podcast. That is. That is a whole different thing. And, uh. But congratulations on 500 podcasts. Yeah, it's weird, That's isn't really it? really fucking incredible. And I kind of feel like we're doing pretty good at substance and stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not just plus. I can't help but think that this podcast we're about to leap into. I mean, there's so much stuff that we've done that's so incredibly profound in this that it's going to do it. We, we can opt. We have many options, but I think that the best option is, like, let's embrace the details because I really oh, – yeah. the details in this are – The beauty is in the details in this match to me. Yes. And so, uh, all right, so we're going to get to that in a sec. I just got a little bit – I've got a thing to do real quick, and it's like – and it's just because I know that uh, when when – when trying to solve permaculture problems or solve a problem in a permaculture way, that part of what I do that I believe other people don't do is like, because a lot of times when people are going to talk about hugo culture or they're going to talk about uh, swales or they're going to talk about ponds or they're going to talk about whatever or community, oh, community is probably the perfect example of this. They look, they only talk about the four color brochure. You know, mm-hmm. here's all the beautiful things about community. It's so good, right. and people are so awesome. And I kind of feel like the one thing that I do is, like, let's look at the fine print. Yeah, warts and all. Let's look it's at the warts. Let's look at how people attempted to do it, and it didn't work out. And so I kind of feel like, in a way... I mean, uh, you know, I got, I've got i been called the bad boy of permaculture, and I think that that's really fun. <laughs> Gives me a lot of license. <laughs> but uh, I think I, I explore the dark side a lot. And it's kind of like not for the sake of joining the dark side, but for the sake of how do we let's, – let's get it out there and take a good look at it. How do we mitigate this? Because we don't want the dark side. Right. How that we, ditch is there. Let's not steer into it. And let's not accidentally fall into yeah, it. Because people keep ending up in the ditch. Look at all these uh-huh. people in the ditch. Yeah. You know, and I think one of the things that would have kept them from going into the ditch is to is to say there is a ditch, whereas all these other people are like, what ditch? What ditches? This this place is amazing. There's no – why do you have to keep talking about the ditch? It's right. like there's no ditch. Only negative people talk about the ditch. And so – what I'm Stop trying being to, so negative, Paul. What I'm trying to get to is to say that I, I explore the dark side a lot for the sake of, like, m- minimizing the dark side. And, uh, and, and so sometimes people think that I'm a whiner and a negative Nelly and um, uh, things like that. You know, um, I can't remember the words. It's like I, I bitch too much about stuff. But today, it's kind of like there's this odd thing that happened. And so I, I want to do the opposite of that. And so, first of all, my Kickstarter got funded at $97,000 uh, with over 2,000 backers. And I, I just kind of feel like um, that's really profound. That is, that is huge. And, and not only and it was that, on short notice. It was. That's true. We didn't have a lot of time to put it together. But um, uh, even more than that, it's like, okay, we're going to do a Kickstarter, and we haven't really started much of the work. We kind of put together a plan, and so it's a total gamble. It's for an experiment. And we don't have video. We don't even have a thing to video yet. And, uh, and so I'm kind of feeling like, oh, this is a lot of risk. No one's going to want to back this. And yet, $97,000. It's like, wow. All right. One of, and, and so then it's like, that's, so that's a big, big positive. It's so exciting. And, of course, I want to encourage everybody to do Kickstarters. And, um, uh, and I want everybody to do permaculture innovations and experiments and things like that. Uh, but it led to something else. And one of the things is, is that when we were doing the math in the Kickstarter, uh, it was like, you know, if our Kickstarter hits $100,000, I think we would have enough money to go get a well on the lab. And I think getting a well on the lab is a big game changer for us. I think that having a well on the lab with, with normal water, normal you know, so, and by the way, for seven years we've tried to talking about for a well on the lab for years, literally yeah. years, almost a decade now. 
Well, seven years. For seven years. And, and I have put a lot of money into alternatives which have not panned out. And um, giving money to people that were unkind in the end. And, uh, um, and it's like the, it, it happens. But now we're kind of like, let's just bring in a pro and get a well in. And then once that's in and going, now that bring, I think a lot more people will want to be on the lab doing permaculture stuff, which leads to us, like, doing all the other water experiments. So the well has been a big, big thing. I mean, it was a, it was a requirement in the first week of being on the lab and comedy. Uh-huh. Here we are. We're going to do the professional thing. And it's like, okay, if we hit $100,000, we'll get the well. And, of course, that's because all the rest of the money has to go to the, all the projects, the video stuff, the this and the that and the other thing. And it's kind of like, but if we have... I bet you eat two every now and then. Well, it, the, the key is, is when we're sitting down and doing all the math, if we hit $100,000, we'll be able to do all the things that we have to pay for and there'll be money, enough money left over to do the well on the land. So we kind of like, but we hit 97. And it's like... Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's go ahead and move forward with the well, and we will figure something out to come up with the last little bit, all right? So um, we are uh, – we, we're, we're, it's a little bit of a squeeze, and we're going to give it a try. Now, of course, $97,000, uh, yeah. Kickstarter takes their chunk, so something like 87000 shows up. And then, like, almost the exact same day – one of the jetpackers from seven years ago that put money in to this, and I'm not sure if everybody knows what a jetpacker is. Did I mention jetpacker? Hey, Paul, what's a jetpacker? Okay. <laughs> so the guy who's listened to all the podcasts, or almost all the podcasts. Uh-huh. All right. No, I know. Uh, that's the thing. Like, you so, know, there's, yeah. So uh, back seven years ago, I bought the lab outright, and, and then I had enough money left over for a down payment, to get a nearby piece of property that was on the grid, because the lab is totally off-grid. And, um, and it's like, I just need a place where uh, we, needed, we, we needed base camp. We needed a place where people could park their cars, and we already have uh, normal things, a well, um, you know, a shop, uh, you know, a, a, an established house with showers, you know, these kinds of things. We needed a place with that. And uh, there just so happened to be this one property that was like the like the second closest property to the lab. It was amazing. It's so close, and um, and so I checked into it, and it's like uh, it says owner financing. Which when you're out in the country, that's the only way that you can usually do yeah. it. Is it's it's owner financed because banks won't touch it. And it's like, okay, we'll offer order financing, and you've got to do one-third down. And it's like, that is exactly what I have. I have just enough for that. And so um, I basically said, I'm in. I will, put one, I will meet your terms exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll agree to your price exactly, uh, one-third down, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and so I put it in thinking, like, okay, that's done. Let me go start putting my crap in boxes. And then they replied really quick, changed our minds. We don't want to do underfinancing. We want all the money up front. And it's like, well, I don't have all the money. No. Yeah. So I looked around for another place that would do underfinancing. And the next nearest place is like two miles away. And it's a shithole. And uh, it's like, ugh. So I'm bitching about it. And i got to point out here. Whining pays. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I I went on to Permies and I said, "Damn it!" And I told the story. And then somebody said, "All right, so like, if you did the owner financing, like, what's the interest rate you'd be paying?" And I said, five percent. And uh, then that, this person says, "Well, I'll get, I'll put, I'd be willing to put some money in. I mean, not that whole thing." But I'd be glad to just send you a check if you'll pay me 5% on it. And if we can get enough people, seven people put up the money, 5%. And here's the most beautiful thing. And, and this is 
This is one of the moments. It's like I, when, whenever anybody's being behaving poorly or I'm or whatever, I can always remember seven people put up an insanely enormous amount of money together, and they just sent checks. They didn't. That's awesome. They didn't ask for a signature. They didn't ask for a lien. Um, and it was like, uh, and then basically the terms were. Pay it back when you're damn good and ready. And they're like, I'd love to get 5%. And they basically said something along the lines of, I trust you more than my bank. I think I think four of them literally said those exact words. Four of the seven. Huh. Yep. I, I can I can empathize with that statement. And especially 5% too. Like even now, like seven years ago, 5% was astronomically good. And even now it's still damn good. So, um, it uh, suddenly we just we, we we bought so the property that we had was that first property the one the one that we're on now the one that we call Base Camp that was that first property which is remarkably close to the lab. Yeah, I mean it's just around the corner. Yeah, it's and it's like granted it's a double wide it's but it's a newish double wide not too it's in good shape and the shop was big. The well is weak, but the the quality of the water is nice. You've both been here to drink the water. What do you think of the quality of the water? Perfect. This is good water. It's better than what I get here in Denver. So, uh, uh, we so we've got we've got the money. It's all paid for. And basically, what the thing I told them is is like, my plan is is that I hope to have you guys all paid back in five years. Because in five years, I hope that we will have done enough permaculture stuff that will be cash positive. And um, so pay back in five years. And then what, what has happened is, of course, here we are seven years later. And what has happened is I think four of the jetpackers have been fully paid back. Um, they uh, Things happen in their life. And they said, ah. Shit happened. Can I get that back? And um, I think uh, the most difficult one is one of them said that, and it was thirty grand, and it was when I was on my back. Woof. And it was like, so shit just hit the fan for me, and apparently shit hit the fan for them, and so it took a lot longer for me to get that squared up. And and I don't know if you guys remember, but when I was on my back, I kept working, and all I and what oh, I oh yeah, I remember. I did two different things. Uh, one is there was this thing rigged up that would hold my phone over my face while I laid on my back. And and I could do a lot of stuff on my phone. Um, unfortunately, because I was in such pain, I didn't get very much sleep. And it was like, but I, I tried to move forward. The other thing was, as I remember, there was this, this gal that was here at the time, a really nice gal, and I'm not sure if I should say her name or not, so I'm just going to say there's this nice gal. She's just terrific. And um, and so she rigged something up with cardboard, like she just cut out all this cardboard and rigged up a full screen so it would be kind of hovering over my head. And then, and then it was the screen, that, and then she did a dual screen thing. So she would be on a laptop. And I would see her screen. Oh, cool! And she would type. And then you were driving, and or she was driving, and you were telling her telling her what to do on the computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, because at the time we still needed to get the editing done for the new four DVD set, and so I needed to review it and give notes. And and so we did it. It was, and we just plowed forward. Um, because I didn't realize all that happened from that kind of arrangement. Oh, it was crazy. Golly, yeah. It was wonky. And, um, uh, and, and there's more that was ugly to it. But the key is we got her paid back. We got her her 30 grand, and it took me five months. Wow. But yeah. a lot of the people, it was like they contacted me, and they needed, you know, 10 grand or something like that. And I, and I was able to get it back. And the longest for 10 grand was two months. Um, but it's like, you know, of course, all right. So right when I finished the Kickstarter, I've got them. And so one of my uh, jetpackers 
So we're like, okay, we've got just barely enough money to squeeze by and get the well. And so we made the call. Uh-huh. We want a well. Come out, well guy. And um, and then I get the I like 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 ten minutes later I get the email. Need to call in my chip. Oh um, man! And and it's like ah. So if you're on the daily list, you saw that I put a call out. Like anybody else want to get on the the jetpacker thing? And I think I had six people that said yes, and I cool. only needed two out of those because there was different amounts and stuff, right? So so two people became new jetpackers, and I got the coin to the to the old school jetpacker that needed a call on the the chip. So we're good, we're fine. And the other the other people that offered, I replied and I said. You know, is it cool with you that I kind of put you in a holding pattern in case I need more in the future? And they said, yeah. Yeah. Nice. No. So I'm kind of feeling like. A little extra buffer in the pocket never hurts. So the the message today is gratitude. And it's fucking awesome being me. Uh, If we ever say anything like, boy, these things suck. That stuff sucks. Those people are mean. You know, whatever. Balance to the force. There is some awesome stuff going on here. There's, there's just this is a beautiful, magnificent, glorious thing, and I'm not done yet. I mean, what I mean by that is, is I'm not done telling you guys about cool shit. So, next item on the list. Uh, about a week ago. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, about a week ago, guy says something like, uh, "Hey, Paul, I just I just listened to your podcast and feeling like this is helping me in a big way, and I feel like you're not appreciated enough. Here's a hundred and fifty bucks worth of Bitcoin. Just I just feel like I need to give this to you. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, right. That's awesome. That's cool. And and it's like. Uh, Plus, you know, cash is good, but somehow with it being Bitcoin, it's kind of cooler because it's like the, the reason is, is is that somebody wanted a, a few years ago, somebody said that they wanted to buy something from me in, with Bitcoin, and I'd never done it before. So I created a Bitcoin thing, and they sent me like 100 bucks. And then a couple of months later, somebody owed me 400 bucks or something. They, they paid in Bitcoin. So I had like $500 in Bitcoin, and at the time, Bitcoin was worth 600 bucks. And today, Bitcoin's worth something like twelve thousand dollars. So I have like, I have like ten thousand dollars in Bitcoin. Something oh, like wow. that. I'm nice. not sure the exact amount, but a lot, an enormous. And I was like, that was super cool. That's a, <laughs> that's a fun ride, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just fun. And now they're talking about how like Bitcoin's gonna go to a million dollars or something. I I don't know. Huh. People that are smarter than me, they know. So anyway, gave me 150 bucks for the Bitcoin, and I'm sorry, I was just giddy. It was mm. just like the Bitcoin thing has just been fun. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. All right. I haven't been on that ride, but that sounds cool. So then, and then uh, um, uh, we've made arrangements for Uncle Mud and Rodney Morgan, uh, our two two of our uh, three ATC instructors from last year to come out and help with the greenhouse project and, and oh cool and since and so, there was yeah and then um, both of them have expressed how it's like they're here because of the they you know they believe in what we're doing and then this is gonna this is gonna save the world and fix everything and do stuff but but there's just this little this this little thing and I know it's it, 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 and I should point on the list too. Uh, we had a, a new boot show up, and and she brought two huckleberry pies with her. Uh, you know, and not only that, but they were. Um, I couldn't I couldn't eat the whole crust because right now I can't eat wheat. But that's my own thing. The thing is, is that they were insanely good, uh, and I could eat the insides. <laughs> it was like ah, oh, this is so good. 
So that's the great thing about pie is it's mostly the insides, anyways. And then, and then, um, uh, uh, you know, so Rodney's here, and they're both kind of like, we just need to help move everything forward here because this is the place that's going to fix everything for everybody. And but Rodney uh, hands me this this bottle that looks like a bottle of whiskey, but it's maple syrup. And it's from their, you know, from their neck of the woods. This is a, you know, this is their big, big thing. It's like Huckleberries in Montana, where they're at. Uh, it's it's about the maple syrup. And so I've got this. So I just kind of thought, wow, he's coming and putting in all of this time, which uh, he's already gotten our sawmill working again. And um, last night he was down there bonding with our fire truck. Um uh, and and getting it back online and it's and so but and then he gave me this bottle of syrup, okay. Uh, but uh, there's lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of things like this all the time. Um, I mean, Ash, you came out here a couple weeks ago and yeah. and you brought the boots a whole bunch of coffee, which in the boot camp program we no longer buy coffee. Right. Um, and it's like most of the boots don't really consume coffee, but it, it turns out I learned a couple of them do enjoy the occasional cup of coffee, and you stock them up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it turns out they, they enjoy coffee when it's there to be had. Yeah, I brought um, some beef and some bacon and some coffee. Because um, we don't provide beef or bacon in right. the boot camp, and so I think I know several of the people are vegan, but... My impression is there's a lot of people tucked into that beef and bacon. They did. Um, <laughs> re- the lesson I learned was buy more. Um, <laughs> holy God, y'all go through so much food when there's people there. Or, I mean, all the people that are there. I was astonished just by yes. the massive quantities of food. I mean, and, yeah, like 10 people, and part of it's just, you know, I live by myself when my son's not with me, and so, yeah, I don't go through that much food. But holy crap. Well, and well, – not only is a lot of people, and everybody's working too. They're working hard. Yeah, there's a lot uh-huh. of physical labor. And there's one guy who's who keeps telling us how much weight he's lost being here, and he's eating a lot. And yeah. it's like he's talking about I eat so much, but I'm losing weight. And so it's like, and he is. He's kind of turning into this muscle guy. And nice. uh, yeah. So, but anyway, boot camp lives up to its name. All right. This is this is going to be the last part of this story of my gratitude to the enormous generosity I get all the time. And we get gifts in the mail a lot. People knit things for everybody here. Uh, And then there's the boot love program. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so people, the boots will ask for a thing and it arrives. I mean, sometimes they've asked for a very expensive thing and that very expensive thing arrives. And uh, um, and not to mention the the BRK. So people are putting oh, money yeah. into the BRK, and it's like, oh, thank you so much for doing that. It's it it kind of makes it so that somebody is here for because really, a boot that's been here a year does three times more in a day than a boot that's been here for a month. And um, and the thing that's the most limiting to us is boot leadership. And it's like to get a boot to stay here longer. So what this, the BRK has made it so that people who otherwise may have only been able to be here for a month or two have now been here for more than a year. And yeah, so the, and they really get that genuine traction. Yes. And it not really having to ask, moves, you know, where are the hammers again, Fred? It, it really moves everything forward. It, and it's like so the BRK is the number one thing. And so i I got to just say... Big gratitude, big thanks to the people that support the BRK. Plus, the BRK means pictures and video, and there has been a lot of pictures and video posted. I think there's just beautiful. I'm so glad that everything's getting pictures and video yeah. as, we're, as we're creating it. It's just amazing. Um, the boot camp threads are how I live vicariously at, there at Wheaton Labs through the boots, like all their pictures and stuff. And it's like, oh, hey, y'all are working on that today. And they and got I, kittens. Oh, right. We've got the, yeah, so many pictures of the kittens. Everybody loves the kittens. Um, yeah, Dez's pictures are amazing. Dez has got an eye. And now Josiah has this brand new camera, thanks to the Kickstarter. Um, 
and he has turned into quite the photographer. I mean, nice. I, I think he was a pretty okay photographer before, but now it's like, whoa. But yeah, Dez is like a professional photographer, and cool. and so and he's working towards the BRK as well. Um, I've been anxiously awaiting Clayton's hundredth post. Yeah, he's, he's been on, on the verge of it for days now. Yes, yes. Any moment now, he's going to cash in on that BRK. Yeah. Okay. Now the last story of my gratitude of the day, and then we're going to move on to the, what the podcast is really about today. Um, all right. Uh, a couple weeks ago, a guy says, um, hey, uh, I, I like what you're doing, and I want to bring you uh, a bunch of stuff. And, uh, you know, I got it, but I got to know where you're at. And, of course, we don't share our address for a bunch of reasons. And uh, I don't know if we've – I think we've made a podcast about why we don't, so it's already out there. Several. And, and so um, the big thing is is that I'm first kind of thinking, like, you know, I'm afraid to look a gift horse in the mouth. Like, what are we talking about here? And the second thing is is that I, my, my first thing is, that, like, I'm not telling anybody where we're at because – you're probably a bad guy who's fishing for doing something bad. Yeah. And then I have a trailer full of ick. Where's your address? Right. Or, or there's no trailer. They're, they're just going to get information and abuse it to make us sad. And so defenses are up. So I'm, but I'm kind of thinking like maybe the guy is legit. You know, I'm thinking like there's a 20% chance the guy is legit. So I try to reply and like, what did you have in mind? And so the conversation. So then he says like, I'm going to bring this, and I've got some logging tools, and I've got some of this, and and I've got a a pile of VHS tapes, <laughs> and I'm kind of like, yeah, we, uh, don't, we don't need any VHS. We're all good now. Thanks. Yeah, we're good. we got I, all so the I'm ones. I'm kind of thinking like, here's a guy <laughs> who's had 15 yard sales. This is what's left over, and it's like uh-huh. we don't really want it either. And uh, but the one thing I noticed is that I, I grabbed the guy's email address. And I went and looked it up, and uh, he's legit. He is. He is, and because like basically he says, look. I'll pay the boot camp fee and a hundred bucks. I'll pay the hundred bucks to come and give this stuff to you, which I'm kind of feeling like now I'm a dick for even, you know, putting that out there. <laughs> and, uh, but I, but what happens is, is I look him, look up his email and he's bought more than a hundred bucks of stuff for me. So he's not just some guy who's looking to sure. fuck with me. So I give him the address. I give him our location. And then two weeks go by. And I've pretty much forgotten about it. Right. And uh, and because I, you have so many folks who say they're coming and then they're not. So you have to have a short memory about that. Well, all kinds of people say all kinds of things, and yeah. it's like I think maybe yeah, the no show rate's pretty high, and yeah. and so what we do is we work with with people who are here. But and I also kind of would think that if you're going to come out here, that like. When you're a day or two out, you'd say you'd send an email and say something. But um, <clears throat> Fred comes into my office and says, and I'm in the middle of getting a bunch of stuff done, and and uh, and, and he says, um, uh, "There's there's a guy delivering a trailer," and I'm and I'm kind of like, "What? We, we didn't order any trailer." <laughs> And, uh, and he's like, I don't know what to tell you. Um, maybe you should come out. <laughs> so I went down there, and it's it's him. It's this guy, Eric. And um, and so he's got a trailer out there, and on the trailer is a fancy hoity-toity trailer. So there's a trailer on a trailer. Oh, wow. and, it, and not only is it a fancy hoity-toity trailer, but I remember about five years ago, we had a thread somewhere where it's like we were posting videos and talking about how cool this trailer is and stuff like that. It's like this deluxe. It, basically, it's like a trailer that's made for loggers who have like an ATV or UTV. Oh. So you hook it up and you... 
you you tool on out to where your logs are, and it's got like this loading winch, and it's got like a, a way to hold all the logs, and it's like if you want to bucket up there, it'll take that, and and it's a, it's got a dump on it. It'll it's a dump feature. It's like cool. It's like the fanciest trailer you could possibly get to hook up to an ATV or UTV, and um, it's very very cool. And that's what's on this other trailer. And inside the trailer, it's packed to to heaping with stuff with a big tarp over it. And it's being pulled by this giant van, like a 15-passenger van, that's full to the ceiling with stuff. And huh? so I shake his hand, and uh, he says something like, I just feel like... You are not appreciated enough. Oh, and man. so I want you to know there's no strings attached to any of this in any way. This is strictly a gift for you to help you move your projects forward. There wow. were no there were no VHS tapes. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out he was fucking with me about that. <laughs> <laughs> And he's totally for real. And it's like we just kept pulling stuff up. Now, the other thing is, is that he used to own a hardware store. So he had like 150 boxes of little bolts, nuts, and screws, and that so kind of thing. So now own a hardware store. So, yeah, basically the hardware store innards were just moved into our shop. Wow. And, um, uh, but it's like, there's, it's, there's just more and more, like here's a frozen turkey and a frozen ham huh. and, uh, okay. and uh, yeah, and, and, yeah we, we eat those. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, uh, here's, here's a bunch of, uh, winter jackets for people. You know, so if anybody oh, comes and they're a little surprised at when at cold, <laughs> no problem. Uh-huh. Everybody gets a jacket. And uh, it just kind of kept coming and coming and coming. And and finally, I got so tired unloading all this stuff, I had to sit down. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it was just profound. Wow. Um, And then, oh, and he's like, and the the trailer that, that brought the trailer is for us, too. Oh, man. And so two trailers. So, I all right, without going into all the stuff that was there, all I'm doing is I'm taking a moment to say thanks, everybody. And you know what? Thank you, Ash. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Ashley. We've mm-hmm. been working on this pep stuff for a very long time. Thank you to Sean Class and Coop who helped me get all the sand badges done and a good start on most of the straw badges back when we were working on the book. Um, Thanks to all the people that have made BBs for the pep stuff. Thanks to all the people that are actually doing the BBs and getting certified. Thanks to all the people that are certifying BBs. I have, when I sit down and I think about it and I start ticking off all the people, there's more than 100 people actively at this moment in time helping me to move everything forward. There's more than a dozen people here right now mm-hmm. um, that are all, they're out there working on projects right now while we're recording this podcast. There's more than 40 people on the staff, active on the staff at permies.com, and there's probably almost as many active on the staff at codrange.com. There's, so it's like, as much as I complain about things, and I, I just need to make it clear, there's a lot of people who are throwing a lot into the ring to help move all these things forward and none of this would be possible without all these people 
So it's and it's not just me. I'm I'm just a guy that got here first and started it all first. I'm just I've just been here the longest. That's all I got going for me. Oh no, there's more to it than that. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Paul, for having the vision to do all this and to pull off an amazing network and and system and websites and just having the vision to do all this is 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 tremendous and thank you from all of us that's why we do it yeah mike stole the words out of my mouth um you're welcome since you thanked me personally but uh i think that i know for me personally all the little things and things that i work on and try to help work on are just different shapes of thanks uh and i suspect that i'm not the only one so yeah thank you paul you know, Ash, you said an interesting thing on your last trip here. You said that before you knew about me, that you were on this path where you felt like, all right, I'm getting all this stuff in my head, and I need what I need to do is build build a community, a permaculture community. Mm-hmm. And you kind of had this design that you were putting together – and then, and then you found out about me. Yep. And yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, I can elaborate if you want. I'm sure. not trying to to short circuit what you were saying. Uh, yeah, I'm an architect. Um, I'm an urbanist. I've been for years and years all up in walkable urbanism and town making and place making and all that jazz. And also like food and gardening. And it took years and years for me to hone my kind of too scary to say out loud, even still now. Uh, My dream that's too scary to say out loud is that I wanted to build a town with no cars that could feed itself. And just like you said, Paul, and then I found you. And goddammit, if you're not already doing it, and you're already working towards it. And so I saw that, and I said, yeah, that, that donkey in cart is already further ahead. I'll go push, I'll go help pull that one. Um, shortcut. It's a shortcut. Uh-huh. Yeah, truly. It, it's a shortcut. It's a skip. Um, yeah, which is partly partly what I also love about skip, too, which is, yeah, it's the shortcut. Um, and, and that's the thing. I'm not – I don't have to build the town with no cars that can feed itself. I'm just fine living there if it's already been built. But I would sure love to help build the thing. Uh, yeah. I, I, so, I don't know. I – I just wanted to take a moment as we got into this podcast today to share my gratitude for all of the help that I get to do all of this. And so we use the word jet. We came up with the word jetpacker seven years ago because they helped to accelerate what we're doing. And um, and really, there's a hundred jetpackers of a sort, all pushing all of this forward. There's you know my Patreon people that are basically making it so that these podcasts continue to come out. Um, and so I take time out of other projects to, to do these, to do these podcasts because I, I feel like this is an important component. And at the same time, it's like it puts money in my pocket to help fund all the other things. And so, um, so, so many wonderful, wonderful people. And by the way, so, so, uh, Ash, you were just out here a couple of weeks ago. Hey, what do you think of the people that are out here right now? Oh, my gosh. They are, <laughs> A, they're my people, and I was sorely sad to leave. Um, but also, they're all genuinely wonderful people, kind and hardworking and of of a cultural alignment, Um you know, that, that comes from being at your place for an extended period of time. Um, so, yeah, you have some you have some genuinely quality people there. I think um, genuine is a great word. Yeah. I was going to go with, like, they're smart and they're passionate. But genuine seems to be, like, that's a that's a that's an even better word. Um, I like I like that. I mean, I, this is a great bunch. And it's like um, I'm I uh it's it's kind of like so much from my perspective is now on autopilot because the people care, they understand yeah. and they care, they give a shit, and um, they are 
solving problems rather than saying there's a problem. Right. You know, and, and it's like, so the whole, so all of everything just moves forward. And I just kind of feel like rather than me grabbing a bunch of people and dragging them, kicking and screaming into the future, they're dragging me into the future. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is such an, an exquisitely wonderful feeling. Yeah, uh, I think like Jen was describing, swimming downstream is a whole world of difference than swimming upstream. Yeah, yeah. So we've, in a way, we've passed the tipping point in that respect. Mm-hmm. And now it's more glorious than ever. Um, and I got one more thing about Eric. Um, so I sat down with Eric, and, he, you know, we got done unloading all the things, and we're all happy and glowy and um and and he spent uh a day in the boot camp because that's apparently what he wanted and, and he explained it to me he and and I'm and I hope I'm not sharing more information about Eric than what he wants me to share but I thought it was profound and I shared it on the thread where he start that he started and um and he said Something like, I've only got about five years left because he's an old dude, right? And and he's like, I got five years left, and where I am now, if no matter what I do, after I'm dead, it'll all just be bulldozed. You know, when I'm gone, it'll be, and it's like, but he's, you know, he's. He's he's I'm, I'm, he's listened to he hasn't listened to all, all the podcasts but he's listened to you know quite a few and he's read all the threads and he's he's consumed information and basically it's like and then when he's here he's like this is my tribe he didn't use those words but that's kind of what he said this yeah. is this is my people and I only have a, a few years left and it's like here's what I want to try to figure out how to do I want to come here and help and maybe I can't help as much as other boots and I'll mitigate for that I'll I'll make up for that somehow and of course we all know he already has but and then when the day comes I can't wipe my ass anymore I've got it all set up you call my daughter and 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 she'll wipe she'll she'll take me out of here and then she'll she'll wipe my ass and so it's, it's, so it's clear this guy is fucking awesome yeah <laughs> and and he says Damn. but he I just want to build something or contribute something or do something that matters it matters to me that I'm there and I'm around people that matter to me and then whatever it is that I do after I'm gone, somebody's still using it. It's not bulldozed. Yeah, that somebody might actually give a shit about it. And and he says, you talked about Otis. I'm a kind of an Otis, all right? But all I want to do with the time I have left is be here with my people, in my place, which is your place, and make something. Just make little things make big things i i can't i can't lead a big project anymore but i can help and i want to i just just let me be part of this and so i just kind of thought holy shit and then of course he he spent a day in the boot camp and apparently he was on cloud 9 the whole day oh and man I, and i checked in with the guys and it's like He's a fucking machine, man. (laughs) He's he's getting it done. So, like, Mud's down there, and they're putting a shake roof on this little portable shed for tool storage up at the greenhouse build. And he just slapped that roof on in no time. He was like, and everybody's, like, backing off, like, this guy is a machine, and he's showing them how they're all lightweights, (laughs) you know? And so it's like uh, he's got a couple years left in him. <laughs> All right. So this is the second time I'm hearing the story, and I'm still struggling to kind of hold, also speak and hold myself together simultaneously. 
And but, not get all uh, teary? No, yeah, no, yeah, not just break down into a blubbering mess on your podcast. Um, I promised I wouldn't cry. I promised yeah. I wouldn't cry. <laughs> no, but, like, that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Um, so, a, that, a, that he wants that, and also that you can, like, that your place allows that and enables that. Well, and I'm not everyone sure should be so lucky. I'm not sure what we're going to do, because I kind of feel like, you know, at a certain age, it's like you got to kind of have your own little bathroom, you know? <laughs> like, okay, this is my bedroom, yeah. and there's a bathroom attached. And so but we, we've only got one room like that in the whole, on the lab and base camp, and I live in it. Because <laughs> uh-huh. I'm of that age, all right? <laughs> and so... So it's kind of like, well, what do we got? Well, so like when he was here, he and his wife they stayed, uh, they stayed in the love shack, and uh, and he said, you know, if we could just have a love shack that's twice because love shack's tiny. It's, it's like, petite. Yep. It's I can the, that. It's Thoreau's cabin. It's the uh-huh. size of Thoreau's. So there's like a bunk. There used to be a desk, but we took the desk out to put a rocket mass heater in there. It's tiny. It's tinier than a tiny house, and. And so it's like, uh, so he's saying, if we had something about twice that size, so I could have like a little kitchen in there and a little, maybe a, maybe something bathroom-ish, you know, and I mean, I'm kind of thinking like, boy, that's, that would be a squeeze. But he says, that'd be good enough. And it's like, we've got nothing like that. Yeah. So I'm not sure what we'll figure out, but we'll try. And, um, and of course, we're already, um, uh, and, you know, and then along those lines, and I, I want to say a thing, and it's like there's a guy that was here that was a great workhorse, but he popped out for a few months to go uh, get some coin. He needed some coin, and um, if we had maybe if we had enough coin, we could get him to come back and build something that would work for Eric. And it's like I, I don't know, but all right, blah 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 blah. Moving on. Next thing, just a quick note. The boot camp is full. So we, we've hit capacity, and uh, we, we, I had both Josiah and Fred come to me and say, what we have right now is too many people. It's more than we can manage. And, uh, and we do have some people that are here for only a week. And, um, but when they go, there's some other people lined up to come in, and it's like, all right. So I put the announcement out yesterday. The boot camp is full. And we have a waiting list. And so the big thing is, is if you think, if anybody is thinking that they will ever want to be in the boot camp, you want to go and get on the waiting list now. Fucking get in line. Basically, so what we, so our process is, is that when the time comes that we're going to, uh, we have room to add a couple people to the boot camp. Then uh, I'll send out an email saying uh, to all the people that are on the waiting list and say, uh, we have two spaces. If you can be here on this date or earlier, reply to this email. And uh, we're going to, and there's a 24 hour limit on the reply. So we're going to consider the people that have replied within 24 hours. Then within that 24 hour limit, we take the people that replied and said yes. And whoever's been on the waiting list the longest is who is selected. We're not going to like call your references or nothing like that. We don't do that. It's just, did you pay the dollar? Did you pay the money? Yes. Well, then you're in. That's 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 all we do. I know other places. It's like, fill out this four-page form. We don't have uh-huh. a four-page form. Yeah, let me write my essay to Joel. We do have, yeah, for Joel Salatin, you have to write uh-huh. an, an essay. And uh, for, uh, for the Bullock Brothers, I'm not sure what it is, but I think you have to pay three hundred dollars to apply, and they get they have like. I think 300 people that apply each wow. year, and then they have eight spots. Um, but all we do is we say, you pay the 100 bucks, you get on the list. And um, But I kind of feel like if you're thinking, like, I'm, I might do this six months from now, but I'm not sure, then if you've been on the list long enough, then when the time comes that you're ready to say yes – you are probably then at the top of the list. And so then you control when you come. That's what I'm saying, is that if, if anybody – because the other thing is that I kind of made the whole boot camp thing for the pod people because I feel like when people 
have listened to all the podcasts, they're the people who really understand what our values are and what we're trying to accomplish, and those are the people we want the most. So I, I want to make sure to say this in a podcast. So Bootcamp is full. Be wise to get on the, on, on the waiting list now so that when you're ready, then you might see 20 emails come by for when we have room and we could take a couple of more. And then you just ignore those and let them go. And then when you're ready, then you just say yes. And then it turns out you're at the top of the list. Come right on in. All right. That's, that's where we're at. The other thing is, is that um, there's issues about physical capacity. Um, in fact, Ash, you are the person running point on being able to expand our physical capacity. In a way, I am, and also not. Well, oh. there's a, there is a thing that you've been working on as an architect. Yes. And so, um, and hopefully, you know, uh, because, well, anyway. Uh, I can describe it now, or we can save it for no, another no, podcast, let's, let's and we can up. tease it. Okay. The, the big thing is is that over this uh, over the next few months we will work out the design and probably build it next year. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what I figured. Yeah. And um, uh, but the other so then the the existing boot camp will be working to e- expand uh, the physical ability to facilitate more boots. Um, and and then you just need the infrastructure ways. management capacity and then to we need the management boots. capacity, which you know we think is is going to be able to grow because like right because last year we had Fred and uh, now we have uh, Fred Josiah and Jennifer uh-huh. and there are several boots that have now been here many months so for example you mentioned Clayton is about to uh, cash in on the BRK for 100 days so mm-hmm. he's been and that's 100 days posted he's been there for longer than that maybe I'm not sure did he miss a day or two of, the, of posting the VRK? I'm not sure. But, sure. Um, but uh, um, so I'm kind of, I kind of have the vibe that uh, by spring of next year, you know, um, uh, we might have uh, five, maybe even seven people that will have been here through the winter, and they no longer need leadership. But instead, um, the first three are definitely able to, to do leadership, and then the rest um, might be able to do light leadership stuff. So we can, mm-hmm. you know, expand quite a lot. Well, and you already have the system designed for kind of the A team and the B team. Right, and I've talked about that in podcasts yes. before. So, okay. Now, I think we're ready to go into our topic, um, uh, and that for being able to um, uh, move into the the animal care pet badge, um, and we would start with um, the sand badge. So just as a quick reminder, in the pet badge stuff, there are four badges for each aspect. So this is the animal care aspect. There's the sand badge, there's the straw badge, wood badge, and iron badge. And, and as a quick reminder... Uh, sand badge is approximately five hours of experience. It might take you 40 hours to do it. But, and, and some people it might take uh, less than five hours. And some people it will take, you know, the 40 hours or even more. Who knows? And you might spread that out over months. Or you might do it all in one day. It's like, it depends. The key is roughly five hours worth of experience is a guess. And then there's also some piano factor worked into that. And I don't know if we've talked about piano factor in the podcast before. Have we? I think we might have. Mike? I, not, yeah, no, not that I know of. Okay. All right. I think there's been some of it. I mean, some of the stuff kind of bears, bears repeating if somebody's getting this podcast first or out of sequence or whatever. Um, so piano factor is like, uh, we might have a project that's very, very permaculture, very farm, very garden, very, very much going to impress Otis. This is, this is what, you know, 
there's, and it's like, let's say it, it takes 200 hours to do this thing, this, this huge thing. And, uh, or it takes 200 hours to build a piano. And it's like, so the piano factor is where we kind of talk about like, building the piano is pretty impressive to Otis, but not as impressive as the first thing. Which, which is like, you know, and I don't know right. what a good example What the fuck is. do I want for a piano on my farm? I don't really need a piano on my farm. I can't, you know, it's not really. So, but it's like, okay, the thing is, is that it might count for about 200 hours of work for the first thing. But the piano, we're going to count that for 40 instead of 200. Because it's, well, the first thing is 200 units of impressive to Otis. The piano is 40 units of impressive to Otis. So we've been calling this the piano factor. And so we kind of adjust some things a little bit. So it's possible that for some things it's like, oh, yeah, to do that, that's 10 hours of stuff to get the sand badge. But for these other ones, it's about five hours worth of stuff to get the sand badge. So there's some – so we, we do this. We're constantly – I mean – to put together this animal care badge, I'll bet we have between me and Mike and others, I'm going to guess for all the badges in animal care, a total of 70 people hours. Mike, would you agree that that's about what went into it? I was thinking 150 or more. Okay, that might be true. If you count all the people that put all the time into it to make it exist. Yeah, plus just meeting time, talking through it. It's Yeah, yeah. we spent a lot of time on this one. It's a rather evolved badge. Okay, all right, all right. Um, <clears throat> it, is, it is rather magnificent and significant. Um, if we say so ourselves. Yes. You know what? I'm going to do, do a weird thing here real quick. Um, I'm. I am choosing to. Uh, um, let's let's hit the pause button. And in fact, let's let's call what we've done so far a whole different podcast. And then we'll just jump right into animal care in a moment. But I need a bio break. <laughs> okay. Uh, I feel like uh, Jen was right that a whole podcast that's all thanks and rainbows and all the wonderful stuff, like, not that it's boring necessarily, but if every one of them was this, it'd be like, oh, yeah, everything's wonderful. But, like, I think I think uh, you can handle one, one of these every 500 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I... So yeah, let's let's say that this is all this this podcast up to this point is really about gratitude and mm-hmm. and all of all of the amazing people that have put so much in to really make all this grow, both online uh, stuff like permies.com and richsoil.com, all the people involved in all of that, and here at Wheaton Labs. And then things that are more of like uh, I don't know what would you call the pep the whole pep and skip stuff. I'm not sure what to label that. It's not exactly either of those, but the projects. The no, yeah, I mean it's one of your book. experiments. It's one of your panoply of experiments going on to grapple with all of these big ass issues. And um, I I kind of feel like at any given time there's. 60 plates spinning and and um, and each day I need to visit 12 of those plates mm-hmm. and and help to keep it spinning but there's usually like one or two people at each plate keeping it spinning and all they need for me is a little bit of time each day and um, for just 12 of them to keep it going and and I think we're doing this is exciting I yeah. mean it seems like when I started in 2004, when I decided I had to drop my career and start doing this, I kind of felt like permaculture was stalled. Like it wasn't growing. It's it's a it's a static thing, hmm. and it wasn't moving in new directions. And now, now I just kind of feel like it's very much growing. It, it, 
at least I can see a lot of growth just in the things I'm involved with. I mean, I know there's a whole lot of other permaculture stuff going on outside of this. I mean, you know, right. I think I got an email from Darren Doherty uh, that was oh, like, cool. not, not to me. It was to everybody on his mailing list. Hey, everybody on my mailing list. But he's <laughs> like, I'm doing a new thing. And it's like, awesome, more growth. So, like, for all the, 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 the permaculture people out there doing all kinds of things, it, it seems like there is new stuff happening. How exciting. And at the same time, I feel like what's held permaculture back for all these years is hostile permies and corporate trolls and things of that nature. And I kind of feel like permies.com solves that. We don't allow the hostile permies. We don't allow the corporate trolls. All that. I mean, you are both on the staff at permies.com, so you see the shit that we deal with. But before that, there was, there was probably 20 times more shit each day, but we've set a precedent. Yeah. And, and we've also eliminated a lot of long-term trolls. And thanks, too, to the staffers who've come before me to make being a staffer really quite pleasant. Like, <laughs> I don't have to deal with all that much shit as a staffer on the forums. So thanks to all the staffers who came before to kind of, stamp down the thorny, toxic stuff that kept trying to show up. So, I feel, all right, I feel like things are really good, but, hey, um, my bladder says that we have to end this podcast now, and then what we'll do is um, uh, we'll we'll start a new podcast here in a moment and get onto this topic. Does that sound all right? That sounds good to me. Okay. If you like this sort of thing... Come on out to the forums at permies.com where we talk about gratitude, homesteading, and permaculture all the time. All the time. <laughs> Don't forget, go out to patreon.com slash Paul Wheaton and make a pledge for future artifacts. 